Every single person on this planet who has ever been on this planet has an Akashic record. It is a non-physical, vibrational history of everything your soul has ever gone through. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast, and I am your host, Ava Johanna, transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day. And with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. We are on our fourth and final week of re-releases over the past two years of the podcast. You guys, it has been such a fun journey. And honestly, you guys have seen me grow and change so much over the past two years, like way more than I have ever changed in my entire life, um, all condensed down into two years. And so it's been such a gift to share this space with each and every one of you to be building community around these topics that have always been really near and dear to my heart and to know that I'm not the only one out there that's interested in learning about all of these things. And so if you're just tuning in and just finding the podcast this month, I am re-releasing the top downloaded and top favorites of the podcast. And today I welcome Ashley Wood to talk about the Akashic Records. This was a conversation I was so excited for. I mean, first of all, Ashley just has such a wild story and she has grown and changed so much even since we've had this podcast interview. So I encourage you all to go check her out and we'll link all of her details within the show notes. But before we dive into the episode, we are officially one week out from the Academy of Breath launching. For those of you that are new, this is my six-week online breathwork and meditation certification program, really supporting you and deepening your own practice and then extending it out to the world. Today has been a big, big day of content creation for me. I've been recording a lot of different breath videos and getting the Facebook group together, sending out emails, getting all of the calls organized. And I got to say, I'm a little breath high from doing all the breathwork videos, but so excited to be welcoming in over 30 individuals into this beautiful, beautiful container of transformation. And one of the things that I'm really excited about for the Academy of Breath is this idea of collaboration. So as I mentioned, I was getting the Facebook group ready and recording videos for the Facebook community. And really the intention behind the Facebook community is to help support teachers in honing their voice and feeling confident showing up online because that's such a big part of our world today. It's such a big part of the wellness industry is really being able to show up from a place of confidence online, not feel so much fear when going live or recording video and really stepping into your own voice. And so this is a big part of the Academy of Breath is who am I and how can I best show up online and how do I best connect with my students or my clients and share these tools of breathwork and meditation. And I feel like a lot of trainings miss out on that. I know that my teacher training was so robust. All of the trainings that I went through were so robust, but really didn't nail the confidence aspect or the teaching aspect. So 
what I mean by that is really just like finding my own voice. It took me a while to find my own voice. And I think that, you know, we all go through it in some ways, but if you are surrounded by individuals and really given the opportunity and the platform to hone your voice, it can happen so much faster. And so part of the Facebook community is really allowing the teachers and all of the students that go go into the program to have a platform to be able to practice before they go out and share it with the world. And so if this is something that you've really been looking for, maybe you've been kind of questioning what is your voice or how can you best show up and be unique and not compartmentalize any part of yourself because we think we need to fit into a certain paradigm of what it means to be a teacher, then please, I encourage you to check out the Academy of Breath. The first three weeks of the program, we're diving deep into the science and spirituality behind yogic pranayama techniques. So breathing techniques that help you to balance your parasympathetic nervous system, breathing techniques that allow you to tap deeply into your intuition, to energize the body and the mind, and to really move forward from a place of presence, a place of connectivity, and a place of having mastered the breath, you know, and I think the beauty about mastering the breath is that when we master our breath, we master our emotions. And then from there, we dive deep into meditation and how to use different styles of meditation in your own practice, as well as with your clients or your students to really support them in deepening their own understanding of self, deepening their own understanding and connection to divine, to their intuition, and of course, being able to balance stress levels, anxiety levels, and all of that fun stuff. So again, we're one week out. Holy shit. (laughs) I'm so excited for this program. Truly, I cannot wait. And I know I've been talking about it for a while. So thank you all for bearing with me. For those of you that have signed up, I'm sure you're just as excited as I am. And it's going to be really the most juicy, yummy, incredible, transformational container that has ever been created, if I do say so myself. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to claim that, you know what, because I'm going to be confident right here, right here, right now. (laughs) So anyways, before I start going off on a total tangent, again, one week left to enroll. I'm going to link it in the show notes for those of you that haven't yet signed up. There is a payment plan available as well as pay in full. It's a six week online program starting June 1st. And there are two different options for calls. So there's either an afternoon call or a morning call based off of where you're at in the world to really accommodate different time zones. And like I said, a Facebook community where we're all going to be supporting each other, cheering each other on, going live, honing our voice, being able to ask questions and share your experience and just a lot of fun stuff. It's going to be lots of fun stuff. If you have any questions at all, know that you can also reach out to me uh, via email or on an Instagram DM. And if you are interested in signing up, I say do it. This is going to be the only time that there's going to be live calls. Other than that, it's going to be automated from here on out. And so if you are someone who really likes that live format, this is the time. Now is the time. And now more than ever, we really need embodied leaders that walk their walk and practice what they preach. And so this is a part of the course is to really step into that embodiment. And in doing so, gosh, your whole life will shift. I mean, that's the beauty of embodiment is that you become so much more magnetic. Things get to come to you with so much more ease. You're radiant, you're sparkly. People can feel that from a mile away and you get to stand out. You get to differentiate yourself from the noise and that's powerful. So anyways, the link is in the show notes. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. If you are listening, make sure to take a screenshot and post it up on your Instagram stories, tagging the podcast at The Alchemized Life. Oh, and before I forget, 
I know there's a lot of stuff coming at you in this intro, but for those of you that are interested in sharing your gifts, sharing your work with this community, starting June, we're going to be doing a weekly Instagram takeover for those of you in the community that want to show up on the Alchemized Life Instagram. So if that's something that you want to do, you can get more information by sending a quick DM to the podcast Instagram at the Alchemized Life. Make sure when you head over there that you also give us a follow. And I hope that you guys enjoy your week. We have one more interview re-release left this month, and I can't wait to share it with you. And I hope that you guys enjoy this episode as well. I'll see you on Thursday. Miss Ashley Wood, welcome to the Alchemized Life podcast. I am so excited for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Ivan. I'm so excited to be here. So I already kind of messed up with the podcast that I first discovered you on, but it was Elevate the Globe. And like I said, I just like jumped into Akashic Records immediately after hearing you. And it's so interesting because, you know, we ha- we hear a lot of different um spiritual work through podcasts. And usually we go with like whatever we resonate with or like listen to a bunch of podcasts and stuff like that. But it was probably within like 20 minutes of listening to you talk in your story that I was like, I need to know more about her and I need to know more about the work that she's doing. So for those that are listening that have maybe never heard about you, can you share a little bit about how you got into the wellness industry, um, what the Akashic Records are and really your story of seeking spiritual growth? Yeah, for sure. I would love to. And thank you so much for just hearing what I shared on Elevate the Globe podcast. I loved doing that show and I'm so happy that the message resonated with you. Um, I grew up as a psychic child. I mean, which we all do. I have a two-year-old and she is such a little psychic. So like just watching her is amazing. But I grew up with uh, with the this gift um i was born with this and this is a super long story i'll keep it to the point but um i my first spiritual teacher was my grandmother and she was able to read tea leaves read palms read tarot she had crystals and from the time i was a little girl i would play with this stuff with her and it was just normal to me which is really funny because I grew up in a very tiny town on the border of um, Manitoba, Canada and North Dakota. It's very, it's a, it's called the Bible Belt. So you would never think that this is what was going on, <laughs> but it was like totally normal for me. Um, my grandma was very involved in the church and she always just shared with me that this is how God worked through her. And she um, read for people all the time, just out of her home. She was a teacher. Um, that was her job. And it was just normal for me, like this kind of thing. And I didn't even realize that I had a gift that, that other people didn't dream the way I dream or see things the way I see things until I was 19 years old. And when I was 19, I was at home at my parents' house, um, visiting on the weekend. And I had a dream and my dreams are very intense at my parents' house. Their home is on a property that's been in our family for 150 years. Um, I've had a lot of ancestors live on that piece of land. So I dream very 
vividly there. And this dream that I had was that um, I was walking down a sidewalk and everything I remember in this dream, because I've since seen it again, but everything was in technicolor around me. And there was this little bee that was like buzzing around. And this man came to walk with me. And he said to me, June 4th, 1942, tell her I'm sorry. And I woke up and I knew to write that down. And the next day I went to my grandma's house who was still alive. And I shared with her um, that this happened and she got very emotional. And she said, that was the day of my father's funeral. And my uncle had taken everything that was left to me in the will. He took it all. So I had nothing like as of that day, I had nothing. And so it was him who I had never met coming through to deliver a message to me in my dream that was for her. And that was the first time that I was like, whoa, (laughs) what is this? Like the first time that I realized that this was something different. Um, And it didn't scare me, but I didn't really understand it. And that was kind of the theme through my um, 20s and like early adulthood is that I didn't really understand these things. I would have random dreams of someone getting sick and passing away, unfortunately, and then it would happen like two weeks later or two months later, or I'd have a dream of like someone, a friend of mine winning Beyonce tickets, and then it would happen the next day. And like just these dreams of were coming to me, but I didn't know how to use this. I didn't talk about it to anybody because I did have a fear of being weird or misunderstood or like outcast or anything, which I've since done my own past life regression on and realized that I've had these gifts in all of my human lives and I have been outcasted for them. So I know where that came from. Um, And then when I was just getting married um, in 2012, I went on my bachelorette party and two of my friends brought me to this psychic and she told me that she, first of all, she was like, you have very strong gifts. You can do all of this. You don't need me. Um, but most importantly, you will have a large platform one day where you will share these gifts with people and you'll talk about spirituality And I remember laughing it off and also thinking like, what is this lady on? Like, yeah, right. We were getting ready to move to a different city and I was going to be going to hair school for Aveda. And I was like really excited to to do that. And I ended up not going, but I was also like, I don't know what she's talking about. Um, While we were living in the other city in Toronto, Ontario, um, we had a house fire. I was trying to deep fry onion rings one day. I had never deep fried before. No to everyone listening. Don't <laughs> heat up oil on a pot and then put a lid on it like water. It doesn't work. Oh <laughs> as soon as oxygen hits the oil, it's massive flames. So our entire kitchen was on flames and I had this fight or flight reaction mode to run with this pot of oil out the door and throw it in the snow. And I did that, but, but in doing that, I spilled like the oil splashed up on my face, spilled down my body. I had um, secondary burns on my legs, on my feet. I had burns on my um, face. Like it was, it was bad. And throughout that entire time, um, the doctors thought that I was going to need skin grafting surgery and everything. And I had received just an inner knowing, like I didn't know at the time that this was 
energetic and that I was receiving guidance from a higher place, but to not take any medicine, to not um, have any surgeries, nothing that I could heal myself through fruits and vegetables, organic fruits and vegetables. So that was my entry point to the wellness world. I started a food blog. I was already a vegan, but most definitely a junk food vegan up until that point. And that that healing taught me how to um, cook and eat and juice and everything from a like whole food, organic, plant-based approach. Um, and within, I think, five weeks, six weeks from the accident, I ran a five-kilometer marathon. I don't know what that is in miles or, I don't know. It was a 5K marathon. <laughs> it's a shorter one, but it was amazing because my legs were so burnt up and yeah. all I did was um, juice like crazy and eat plants. So then I had a message to share with the world and I started this blog and it took off, but only to a certain point. Point. Like it didn't grow like this message is growing, but it still brought in revenue and gave me some pretty cool opportunities. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful for that time. I was, things were starting to change when I got pregnant, which was in um, what year are we in right now? That's one thing that all mothers are going to hmm. be able to resonate with. I don't ever know the year or the day or the time or anything. <laughs> um, I got pregnant in 2015. Um, I had her in 2016 and I felt things change then. Um, I wasn't as interested in sharing food, even though I was still very passionate about eating vegan and everything, it had been a couple of years and I was just getting bored. Like I felt like my creativity was stunted. I didn't know what to do anymore. And I was getting bored. I had a job at the time, a nine to five. And when I got pregnant, I was told that I wouldn't have a job to come back to after my maternity leave, which I was working contract work, um, doing online uh, online communication, like marketing. And at the time, I thought this was such a curse. I was like, what, I'm not going to have a job. I'm going to have a newborn. Like, I need a job. But it was the biggest blessing ever because I had always wanted to do something for myself and like full time. And this allowed me to really surrender and step into what I'm meant to why I'm here, like what my purpose is here. So throughout my pregnancy, my intuition, my inner knowing, everything was getting a lot stronger. I had an absolutely life-changing dream where I met my the soul of my daughter um, when she was three months old, when she was in my belly. I talked to her. She told me how she died in her previous life. And like when she was 17, 2007, that she's been in this place ever since waiting for a family to join and that she chose our family. And I knew she was a girl, what she looked like, everything. So much of my ability to connect was strengthening throughout my pregnancy. And then when I had her, it was getting so much more. It was so strong. Like I was receiving messages all the time. I was meeting spirit guides. Like I didn't do anything for this to happen. It just was happening. Like it was just a change. I believe because I brought a new life into the world Mm -hmm. energetically, my entire, I I opened a portal. Like that's what I did. And she as well, she's a crystal child. So she is incarnated to come into the world, to bring love into the world. And she's such a special little person. And 
I believe it was her energy mixed with mine that like opened up this portal that allowed me to receive even stronger and greater. Um, and I was, I was, I went through really, really, really hard postpartum anxiety. I was at the bottom, like it was such a hard time. Um, but I still knew that there was, I've always known that I'm here to do something big. Like I've always known that. And it used to make me feel insecure to say that because I'd be like, I'm so in love with myself. I'm so this, I'm so that. Like I felt so much shame by saying that, but it was always inside of me. Like you're here to do something big. You're here to do something big. And in everything I was doing, it didn't feel like it was it. Not that it wasn't big enough, but it just wasn't aligned. It wasn't it. And so food blogging, I was just such a chore at that point. Like I'd have jobs come in. I'd be like, well, I have to do this because I need this money. I'm not working anywhere. So I need to do this, but it was just so boring. And I just made a decision one day. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. Like I'm not taking photos of my food anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm starting to share what I'm going through on social media and that's it. And if I lose all my Instagram followers, whatever, I just, I cannot post another bowl of food ever again. Like I can't do it. And so I just stopped and I was terrified, but that was one of the key moments of surrendering and allowing this to flow in was first being brave enough to make a change. And then throughout that time of not knowing what I was doing, like kind of floundering, but also getting the healing, recovering from postpartum anxiety, I was receiving, as I said, messages from spirit guides and just so much was happening to start a podcast. Like it was like, start a podcast, start a podcast, start a podcast. So I decided to do it. And then as I was um, doing my recordings for the first couple of episodes, um, one evening I was washing dishes in the kitchen and I remember it so perfectly. This was um, 2017, uh, December. I heard the voice from that psychic I saw in 2012 who said to me, you will have a large platform of people to speak about spirituality too. This is it. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I had shivers up and down my body. And I was like, I never remembered that message. Like I did not remember, but it was now I know the energies that I work with who they call themselves the pinnacle. It was the pinnacle coming through and telling me this. So I started my podcast it was just the most wild ride of spiritual reactivation, um, just meeting with all of these amazing guests and learning their stories and feeling so inspired. And um, the, the second episode I released was called Things I Have to Tell You. And I just told everything I've ever gone through in terms of like meeting spirit guides and the dreams and everything on my podcast. And I was scared that people weren't going to want to listen anymore because I had advertised it as a vegan wellness podcast, which makes no sense at all because I was so bored of talking about that. So why would I start another project with that? But that's what I did. And so I, um, I was just like so excited by everything I was learning. And then one day I had a phone call with a woman named Morgan Yakis who ended up being a guest on the podcast. She's a, a really um, popular hypnotist in the LA area. She's in Los Angeles in Santa Monica. And she um, asked me after learning about my story, she asked me, she's like, have you ever heard of the Akashic records? And I said, no. And she's like, you need the records. They're going to change your life. So she gave me the name of the book, which you've since bought, Ava, the How to Read the Akashic Records by Dr. Linda Howe. And I went out and got the book. I read half the book. It was so 
inspiring and exciting to me. I was like, my life is changing. This is the missing piece of the puzzle. I went into my records for the first time and it was as monumental as childbirth for me. It was like such, I knew my life would never be the same. It was an energetic coming home party. I've Mm -hmm. since learned that I've worked with the Akashic Records for centuries, both in the physical form and in the non-physical form. Um, And it was just like, second nature to me. Like I just know how to do it. It it, it was incredible. And so I launched my practice because I received guidance in the records to do this for people. They said that my purpose in this lifetime, my life work is to modernize the Akashic records, to share them with people, to spread the message as far as I can, but in a very modern approach, like to really modernize this. And So I said, okay. And they're like, if you do this, you will be financially taken care of. Never worry about money. Just do this. I said, okay. So I launched my practice on June 1st of 2018. And I've been booked solid ever since. Like I've never had an open appointment. I'm currently booked now until July, but I don't have any more available appointments on my website. I was like, July is far enough to be booked in advance. Um, And it's just been such a wild ride that is so aligned and so beautiful. And I'm just beyond grateful for how my life has unfolded. Yeah. um, You know, your story is just so inspiring to me. And I think that so many people can resonate with it just from hearing the entire transformation really, because, you know, so often in society, we are expected the moment we graduate high school to know exactly what we want to do and just do it and like go to college, get the degree, get the job right after. And I mean, in my experience and knowing in your experience as well, that's not the case. You know, there is this sense of remembering and coming back and trusting within the intuition and also surrendering when things aren't working out. And so it's really beautiful to hear your story and to hear that it's kind of been this awakening throughout time that has uh, led you to find alignment. And what I think is so cool is that once you found that alignment, it was just like, because mm-hmm. it hasn't even been a year yet since you launched your practice. No. no, it hasn't been a year. It'll be a year June 1st of this year. Which is amazing, which is so cool and something to totally be celebrated. And I think that just goes to show that like when you are living in your purpose, everything works out for you. And like when the things don't work out for you, that's just data for you to collect and move forward with knowing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, with the records, I've now read for over... 400 people around the world. I led a circle this morning online and did group channeling like for people. There was someone from Argentina, um, Cambodia, Australia, Israel, all over Europe, um, like everywhere. I've read for people around the world. Like I think it's close to 500 people now. And what I have learned the most in like 99% of my readings at the end, people are like, I knew all of that. Mm. Like that's because in an Akashic record reading, I am reading your soul. I'm reading your soul. You know, all of this, we know what our purpose is. We know what lights us up. So often it's either fear that we don't want to go that way. Cause maybe it's incredibly different than everybody around us, or it will require us to do something that like doesn't make us comfortable or we're going to have to grow or expand in a certain way that 
we're not comfortable, but it is, it is so incredible to me that everyone I read for, they're like, I knew all of that. You just gave me confirmation. I knew all of that. And furthermore, there, like I get feedback from people. I got one today, someone I read for last August. She's like, my entire life has changed. My entire life has changed from that reading you gave me because I received that permission. And I always say to people, but that permission is within you. Like the Akashic records give you that direction and connection to your soul awareness. And because of that, we just created a program called Return to Yourself. And it's a three-part program. Um, The first one is Becoming, uh, which is literally coming home to yourself, like learning what you like, learning how to organize your time, learning how to listen to your inner knowing, learning how to listen to your intuitive guidance. And then the second one is loved, which is learning that self-love is the root of everything. When you love yourself enough to step into your power, that's when everything flows for you, including romantic relationships. Like that all stems from self-love. And then the third one is self-worth, which is um, abundant. Like the, the, the course is called abundant and it is looking at abundant abundance as a full circle and finding abundance in all areas of your life. So abundance doesn't mean just financial it's abundance in all areas of your life. Um, and that equals abundance because then you're in a balanced aligned life. But we created this program because everyone that I read for says, I knew all of that. So like the Akashic records aren't this mystical place that gives you this information that you don't know you're ready yourself. You can find this within yourself when you're living in alignment with yourself. Yeah. And when you're willing to slow down enough to ask the right questions and have that Mm -hmm. self-inquiry. So going back to the Akashic records, I'm assuming most people have not read the book. So can you give just a brief overview of what the Akashic records are? When I first heard you talking about it, I thought it was like an actual physical book. And then I read the book and I was like, oh no, it's not. (laughs) Yes. So the Akashic records are not a physical book. It is a vibration. Um, Every single person on this planet who has ever been on this planet has an Akashic record. It is a non-physical vibrational history of everything your soul has ever gone through from the time your soul was created up until the present moment, as well as future possibilities. And it's stressed that it's possibilities because our number one lesson gift and lesson as a human is free will. We can choose to do whatever we want to do. So we get possibilities given to us, um, highlighting our most highest potential that if we choose to align with that message, that's what we can, um, that's what we can bring into our lives. I've read for people where the most unbelievable stuff comes through as future possibilities. And they're like, I can't even imagine that for my life. I'm like, well, it's right here. That is something you could do if you so choose to do that. Um, Anyway, they are incredibly delicate as in every single thought, emotion, everything you've experienced, even down to a millisecond of an emotion. It's an imprint into this non-physical record. And so you can look them up as like a Google search for the soul is what I like to call it. Like you can look up anything from past lives, blocks, traumas, fears, anything at all. It, It can be found in the Akashic record and everybody can access their Akashic records as well. You don't have to be psychic or anything. I of course bring my own unique gifts to my practice. And so um, 
I will speak to the energies that I work with, which are called the pinnacle. I know I used to work with the masters, teachers, and loved ones, which is what Linda Howe talks about in her book. Um, But because I work with light beings that have been human, that haven't been human, I work with angels, I work with star star beings like the Pleiadians, I work with spirit guides, animals sometimes, like everyone comes through and they've asked me to just call them the pinnacle. But when you open the Akashic Records, which is done so by a prayer that Linda Howe received in her records, it's called the Pathway Prayer. It allows you access to this vibrational frequency where you then can receive information from your own Akashic Record or if you choose to read someone else's with their consent from their record. Do you use the Pathway Prayer still even though you're working with the pinnacle? I do. They told me that a new prayer is coming, but that I must be patient because it comes at the right time. I'm going through a very big transformation in my work with the records. They have shared with me a lot of um, missions that I have with this work. And they have shared with me that as a species, we are elevating our consciousness which we know like with technology with everything that we're discovering like our consciousness is expanding at a rapid rate collectively which is very very powerful and they shared with me that because now even that I call them the pinnacle in my readings I'm able to see other planets I'm able to see like in, not in our solar system like where the soul was first start like where it was born in in the solar like in the universe like i'm able to see so much more and there they shared with me that the prayer that will come at one point is going to allow us to receive information even beyond what the um, soul has experienced in physical form because that is what for the most part is accessed in the record but we'll also be able to um, receive information on what the soul has experienced in non-physical form as well Mm, so for you, cause you mentioned that anyone can access the records and then you're, you know, as far as how you access them, it's using all of your gifts together. So for someone like me that has, um, you know, bought Dr. Linda Howe's book and is like interested in learning how to read the records and practicing it, what happens when I can't even, I can't even say it's fear, but control comes up with not letting go to receive and to like really let go enough to be able to see what's coming up, listen and hear um, from whether it's the pinnacle or the masters, teachers and loved ones. I love that you asked this because two nights ago, they told me that this is what I need to be talking about now, releasing resistance, because we all have this connection to, they've described it to me as like a hotline, or I call it just your line as it's like it's plugged up in the universe. As you can imagine, there's like a cord plugged up there and then it runs all the way through our bodies, through our chakra line, our energy points. And then it's plugged into mother earth. And we receive this energy at all times. The only person who steps in the way to block it is our ego, our human self. And we can use our ego to work with us or against us. And when it comes up in the form of either control or fear, it's working against us. And so I experienced this two times. Like the first time I went into the records, it was just incredible. It was unbelievable. And then I expected it to be that same way the next time and the next time and the next time. And it wasn't. So what I did was 
um, I went in with ego. Like I went in expecting to receive messages and I, there was nothing. It was quiet. I received nothing. So, um, I actually took a break. Like I put the book away. I put all my crystals away. I put everything away. And I realized I needed a clean break because I was forcing something that wasn't the time to do it. And that I would receive information or I'd receive invitation to, uh, to start again because something called you to try this. But then when you're forcing it before it's ready, it doesn't happen. That being said, I don't exactly have all the information on how to release resistance yet because this has just all started to come through me as a message that I have to share. Patience for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Going in without the expectation of hearing anything at all, allowing yourself to be off the hook really, where yeah. if you're just sitting in meditation and not receiving anything, that's okay because you're practicing. And even in the book, Linda says for the first like two weeks or two months or something that you just feel it. Like you just feel it. You may not hear anything. You may not receive anything. You're getting used to the vibration. It would be like expecting yourself to step into a brand new country and know the language immediately. Mm-hmm. But what you would do first is sit in a cafe or something and observe. And like, I just observe how people are speaking, communicating, observe the atmosphere. Like you have to allow yourself that integration time of getting used to a new vibrational frequency. And then experiment with how you receive the information. Because I thought that I would just sit with my eyes open and it would just come through. And that wasn't working. So then I closed my eyes and I started trying to write and that didn't work. And then I closed my eyes and just, I was just, sitting there with my eyes closed. And now that's how I channel. And I'm now learning to channel with my eyes open. But for almost a year, I've closed my eyes and that's how I receive information. So play around with what feels like you're starting to receive something. But I also want to stress, everyone will go into the records and everyone can receive information at a certain degree. It's not that you can't receive information or you can't read the records. Everybody can. But everyone also has a natural talent and a natural gift on this planet. And some people will be more gifted in receiving information this way. And some people will be more gifted in other ways. Like my husband can sit down and just play guitar. He can play for hours without any sheet music, without any um, lessons. He can play piano. He can pick up any instrument and just play the most beautiful music and it just flows through him. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. Like, I can't do that. It's not my gift. I took piano for years and I still can't do that. So it's also respecting what comes naturally to us, still trying, because I could still try and like sit down and play music based off of like sheet music and practice and whatnot. And I can still do it, but honoring and respecting that some of us have certain gifts and some of us have other ones and no gift is right or wrong or better or worse. The pinnacle always describe it to me as we're all like little pieces of a puzzle. And when we are living in alignment with our gifts and our purpose and bringing that um, 
forth because none of our gifts belong to us either. When we're keeping them in just for ourselves, we're doing a disservice to ourselves and also the collective. You must share your gifts and you must be open to allow them to flow flow freely through you. And when you do this, you're like a little puzzle piece that's placed into the puzzle that is the collective, the grid of the collective. And you make this place a more whole and complete and vibrationally beautiful aligned place than if you weren't celebrating your own gift and trying to do something that someone else does because you want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's just so important and it kind of allows people to be let off the hook, you know, with expecting themselves to conform into like whatever like the newest trend is or to be able to be like a great yoga teacher or a Reiki master or um, like channel you can be curious and try all of these things, but like go with the flow of what feels good for you, not something that starts to tug at your ego and make you feel like you have to do this or you should do this. Yeah. And it's all a process too. I mean, when I first was going through this reactivation or reconnection to spirituality, I always call it reconnection or reactivation because we come from the non-physical and then in our physical form we are reawakening in our physical form we're just remembering like this is always a part of us we're just remembering um but throughout this time um when i was going through my reawakening i was experimenting with everything because i was just looking for something to fit so i bought tarot cards And I was trying to read them and it felt so forced. And I even bought the exact same deck that my grandma had because I was like, okay, if I have the same deck as grandma, it's going to be great and I'm going to feel it and I'm going to be able to be a tarot reader and I'm finally going to be able to put this to work and I'm finally going to be able to read for people and deliver these gifts. And it was so boring to me. Like I have no use for Oracle cards, tarot cards. Like it was just so boring to me. Um, I have since received such a beautiful deck of Um, oracle cards from my daughter and I love them but it was so boring and then I got crystals and I was like I don't feel it at all and you can see I'm holding a crystal and I now have a different relationship with crystals but at the beginning it was it felt so forced but it was also experimenting and that's what I like how you said like you're trying stuff out like you do have to go through that process of trying things out and dancing with your ego like allow it to boss you around a little bit because you also then have to test yourself and ask yourself really important questions. Like, why am I doing this? It's okay. Like it's, it's all an experience. There's no right or wrong. Like it's all an experience. And if you feel all of a sudden, like you're having an out of body reaction, not in a good way where you're like, I don't even know myself here. What on earth am I even doing here? Allow yourself to be okay with the fact that your ego led you there and then be like, it's fine. I, I made this realization now. This was an experience. I learned from it. My intention with the podcast has always been to provide you with tools that can enhance and amplify your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. And over the past year, I'm not going to lie, it has been so helpful to talk to a licensed professional therapist. And don't get me wrong, for a while I was like, oh, this is a little expensive and kind of feels like a nice to have rather than a must have. 
but you guys, it is a must have because if you have something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals or just something that has been stuck inside that you maybe need support navigating, having a licensed professional therapist there to support you in navigating it is so important. And the thing that I love about BetterHelp, which is the online platform that I've been using over the past year, is that it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, making it incredibly accessible, and there's financial aid available. They really are in it to support and serve people, and that's why I absolutely love supporting and having BetterHelp as a sponsor for this podcast. The cool thing about BetterHelp, I mean, there's a ton of cool things, but first of all, they have an app which you can text and communicate with your professional therapist at any point. And after you go through a series of onboarding questions, you can start communicating in under 24 hours with your counselor. It's not a crisis line though, and it's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. So they have like the facial recognition or you can do a pin code. So it's really, really secure. And I absolutely love it to just be able to get in contact with somebody whenever I'm feeling difficult emotions or wanting help, like I said, navigating something. And BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. So whether you're listening to this in Paris or listening to it in California, or maybe even down under, you can go to betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized to join the over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. And May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So if you've never talked to a professional therapist before, start with BetterHelp. I promise you guys, you're not going to regret it. So because BetterHelp and I have teamed up to bring you a greater tool in mental health, I am so happy to share that they are offering all Alchemized Life podcast listeners 10% off of your first month. All you have to do is go to BetterHelp, that's dot com forward slash Alchemized for 10% off your first month. Again, betterhelp.com forward slash Alchemized. Has there been times over the past year since you've launched where the ego has started to build itself up and you've had to kind of had that conversation with yourself about, um, you know, being in service? No, which has been so beautiful. Because, That's lovely. <laughs> yeah. When I was food blogging, I had to have that conversation with myself all the time mm. because I wasn't in alignment with my purpose. And now it's not my work. Like I have dedicated myself to this. I have surrendered to this. It is my service, my duty, but I can't take credit for what comes out because I'm just an open channel now. And the only thing that gets hard for me is because I have so many ideas that I sometimes don't know which direction to go or what to do. And then in terms of how I should structure my business, I compare myself to other people where I'm like, okay, their business is working really well and they have it structured this way. So that's what I should do. And then I have to scale myself back and be like, this isn't my ego. This is just me trying to move too quickly, but it is all happening at the right pace. I'm bringing on an employee this month, um, which I wasn't sure if I was going to do. It was something I wanted to do. wasn't sure. My husband left his job last month to come home and work full time on this business. So we just needed a little bit of time, but now we're going to grow our team even more. And 
at the beginning of the month, I was really hard on myself because I was like, I don't have a team yet. I don't have this. I don't have that. I'm not doing a good enough job. So it's not ego in that way of like, have to bring it back to service. It's more of like, I need to do more. I need to do more. I need to do more. And that's what I have to bring back sometimes where it's like, no, it's all happening at the right time. Just trust. But I have... I have never felt more expansive or infinite in my entire life. I could sit down and fill an entire journal at any point with ideas. Like it is crazy. It's like, I can't turn the switch off now. It is just constantly flowing. And the major challenge is picking and choosing what I actually do and what I shelf for another time, because there are not 100 of me to get all of this done. (laughs) That's just so expansive to hear. And like I said, like so inspiring as another entrepreneur to just see your growth and to see like how connected you are to your purpose. It's really beautiful. Thank you. Um, so one thing that I definitely struggle with is learning to trust and learning to surrender. And sometimes I feel like I'm crawling out of my skin because I want to be doing all of the things, just like you said, like I want to continue expanding. And so coming back to the trust, coming back to the surrender and not having my brain be like, okay, but I need all the answers. I need the confirmation. How have you gotten to that point? Um, honestly, being knocked down with postpartum anxiety was the biggest teaching moment for me that I'm so grateful for. And I remember the moment that I had one too many panic attacks where I like said to my husband, I'm like, I'm not going to live much longer. And like, that may sound really extreme, but I, I couldn't do it. Like, I was just like, I can't do it. It was, it was hell. It was, it was hell. It was like seven months of hell. And so I went to the doctor and got medication. And I remember that night I felt so ashamed to take medication for anxiety And then I just said, screw this. I don't even care. I put it on social media. I put it on my Instagram. I was like, hi, I'm taking medication. Now I have postpartum anxiety. I have the worst panic attacks to the point where I feel like I want to kill myself. And this is my life now. So let's ride. And then after I posted it, I was like, okay, I just did that. And that's kind of been my theme through this where it's like, whatever. If I don't have all the answers, that's fine. I'm going to tell you that. I'm not going to pretend that I have everything together. I'm not going to pretend that I know what's coming and what's next. I'm not going to pretend that I can do more than I can. Like, I'm just not going to pretend. I, you guys have seen me, the world, like social media is like getting up on a stage in front of the world, whether you have 500 followers or 500,000 followers, people who you don't know are watching you. And I got up on a stage and showed my most weak and vulnerable moment. And after that, nothing mattered anymore. (laughs) I was just like, I don't care. You can find out anything you want about me. I don't care. It it doesn't matter. And so that was surrender for me. That was trust. That was exposing myself for all that was there. And I've since shared so much more. Like I shared, I'm bored of food blogging. I'm, I'm moving on. And like anything that you may be uncomfortable with people knowing, or you may be holding back, that holds you back. Like that holds you back from trusting yourself, from surrendering to what's coming through. Because even if subconsciously you're not aware of it, so much of your energy is being put at that thing, trying to control that thing or trying to control 
being perceived in a certain way or being good enough for a certain thing or something. And I was just like, I don't even care. Like, I just have to be free with this. So I just, I share whatever is holding me back, whatever kind of shadow I have, I share it on my podcast or on Instagram or anywhere. And then I'm free. And then it doesn't matter what happens. And to me, it's just been the most, I don't know. It's like such a breath of fresh air. Cause even as a food blogger, I would like pre- pretend to have it all together and be like, I eat so clean. I eat so healthy. And then if I ate something that was unhealthy, I'd feel so guilty about it. And I'd be like, what if people find out? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like the other day I had a colonics treatment and I found out that I'm um, protein deficient, uh, protein deficient because I've been breastfeeding for two and a half years and I just kind of forgot to supplement and to do all of this that takes care of myself. And I just went online. I'm like, I'm the protein deficient vegan. Now you guys, it's a real thing. So like anything that you have that could be holding you back, just let it out because then none of your energy is going to covering up that thing. Even if you're subconsciously not even aware that it's there, then you have so much more freedom and space to let in other stuff that actually is worthy of your time. Yeah. I was just having a conversation on radical transparency yesterday with Sophie Jaffe, who's also coming on the podcast and just how freeing it is to not hold things in where you have that, that thought of maybe like, oh, I should say something about that or, you know, and just like actually saying it and letting it go and it being a weight off of your shoulder to not hold it all in and have to take responsibility for all of it and like to be held too. Yeah. So that's the only way. I mean, I don't know if that totally answered your question, but to feel like I can trust the timing and trust everything. Whenever I allow myself to be open and raw like that, I just trust the timing. Like I trust right now that I'm going through taking care of myself on a physical level. I just barely put this program out into the world, return to yourself. This is what the world is meant to receive from me right now. There's so much more coming through me, but it's, it's, it's going to happen at the right time. And I just really, I really encourage people to take their power back, to tap into themselves, to not look around at other people. I know that we're supposed to have expanders and this and that, but, and I do have people I look up to, but the more I keep my head down and focus on what I'm doing and not compare myself to other people, because if I'm inspired by someone there's a very delicate line of inspiration to then comparison. Mm -hmm. And if I'm inspired by someone, I take that and then I stop looking at them because all of a sudden I'm now obsessed with watching their work and comparing it to my work. And then I lose my thought entirely. And that's a shadow too. So then I can out myself with that being like, I haven't been focusing. Like I just, I keep my head down. I trust what's going on. I keep into, I, I check in with myself and I just trust the messages that I'm receiving for me, not what I'm receiving outside from someone else. Of like, you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. I trust what's going on for me because that's my pinnacle. 
that's the message that's coming through. And that's why every time I read for people, they're like, I knew all of that. I just didn't realize it because we're so confused as to what to listen to. Everyone's telling us to do a different thing, but how empowering is it to just listen to yourself? You don't need anyone to tell you anything. You don't need anyone to give you permission to do anything. You don't need anyone to give you answers for anything. Yes, I went to a doctor to get medication to get better, but it was because my inner knowing told me, the pinnacle told me, you need to do this. You don't need to get permission from anyone to do this. Just go and do this. And um, I just think, yeah, like that's why we put this program out, the Return to Yourself program, because it teaches people it not even teaches you, it reteaches you because you know what you sound like, but it reteaches you to connect into yourself and to take your power back, to not look outside, to take your power back and listen to yourself within. All the information is there. Yeah, I love that so much. And I really appreciate the um, and honor your story and your vulnerability because I think that that's kind of what we need more of in this world for sure, especially because there are people that may not be at the level of just putting their blinders on, but it is so cool to see other people that are able to do that and to kind of learn from them and get a peek under the hood, so to speak, of how other people are able to find happiness and grace and connection in their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is a process too. Like we have said through this whole conversation is that everything in time, like it's all an experience. And it was actually Brit on Elevate the Globe who said it recently on her podcast, which was such a beautiful teaching for me that we have seeds that are planted in us. And then these seeds grow into like beautiful trees that then become whatever we turn them into. But we can't expect a tree to be planted and then immediately have this gorgeous fruit. Like it has to grow from a little seedling and grow and become this beautiful tree. And so just having patience with ourselves and allowing ourselves to be on our path that we're on and respect the process and respect the time and just give ourselves that love. Yeah, absolutely. So for you, how do you discern how much to act versus how much to surrender when ideas come up, when information comes up, when you are trusting in the process? Like where does the action come in versus the surrender? That's a super good question. And the only answer I have is based on my own inner knowing. Mm -hmm. Like when I start to do something, if it feels like it just doesn't fit, if it all of a sudden feels like it's forced, I'll just come back to it in a moment. Mm. Like maybe I'll work on something else. Like right now I have three really big projects on the go. And if one all of a sudden slides for a little bit, I have to ask myself, am I just ignoring it because of a certain reason? Like, because it's pushing me in a way that haven't been pushed before, or do I need to wait for a little bit more to happen? Like, cause every day we get downloads, like, is it working subconsciously? Am I getting stuff subconsciously? I really just feel things out like I do. And I don't have an actual answer as to how I know when to act and how I know when to surrender other than I also lie on my bed at night with crystals on my chest and close my eyes and just, I'm not going to the records. I'm not meditating. I'm not doing anything. I just close my eyes and I just ask, what do I need to know right now? Mm. Or I use a pendulum sometimes if I feel like a little bit out of alignment with myself, I'll use my pendulum and just ask questions. And that just helps me find answers. And 
just easy, easy, easy stuff that you can do. Like a pendulum, it was the coolest thing I'd ever found. <laughs> like, this is amazing. It's like reading my energy. This is so cool. Um, just little things like that. Yeah. I love the example of just laying on your bed and asking, what do I need to know right now? It doesn't have to be some complicated thing at all. You can simply just ask yourself, what, what do I need to know? What information needs to be shared with me? Exactly. And it will come through and it all comes. That's where trust comes in because what comes through, even if it's nothing, if it's nothing, you don't need to know anything right now. But if something comes through, it's not your imagination. Like this is the pinnacle working through you. These are these energies working through you and connecting you and trusting that trust, trust, trust. They, the pinnacle have always said that the first thing we hear is them and the second thing is our ego. Mm -hmm. So when we hear something and it's like, do this, and then our ego is coming in, oh, well, it's not the right time. It's too expensive. It's just that. Sure. Entertain your ego, answer those questions. But the first message that comes through, that's like, that's the shooting star moment. That's the shooting star message. That's what's coming through the spark that you do need to follow or at least give credit to like that. It was important. And it was actually just in the circle this morning, they said that no one else can pick up your mail. Like that's your message just for you. No one else is going to, you're not getting someone else's message. Like those messages are just for you and trust that. I like that so much because I will always tell, because I work with um, a number of women within the wellness industry and mentor them. And I always tell them like, look, these things that you want, these desires, you have these dreams. When you see something on Instagram or social media or driving down the street that inspires you and you think like, oh, I want that for my life. Like the reason why you want that and the reason why that's being shown to you is because you can have it not for any other reason. It's not for anyone else. It's because that's what you are meant to do if it's what you truly want. Exactly. Exactly. And we sometimes think, well, I can't be a yoga teacher. There's like how many yoga teachers in the world? How could I be one? But we receive these messages in a communication that's unique to us. And we'll put on like everybody will, if you're in an alignment with your true purpose and true self, you'll bring something unique to what you're doing. Like there's enough room for everybody to do anything they want. As long as you're not looking outside to try and be like somebody else, but you're honoring what is inside in your heart, you will be unique. All right, you guys, before we jump back into the episode, I've got to share with you, I'm feeling extra grateful today because my skin is clear. And for those of you that have been following me for a while, either here or on my Instagram, you know, I've been dealing with cystic acne since I was an itty bitty little teenager. And it kind of sucks looking in the mirror and feeling like you hate your skin, feeling like you're not good enough and just overall not enjoying what you're looking at in the mirror and struggling with cystic acne is just rough. And for me, for so long, trying so many different things, what I've realized having gone through the intense chemical peels, changing my diet, that what actually works the best is simplifying and using all natural ingredients. So not trying to overcomplicate my skincare process and really taking it back to basics and back to nature. And that's why I'm really excited to share with you True Botanicals. So given what's going on in the world today, why not? make every day a spa day and really focus on your skin and your health. 
What I love about True Botanicals and specifically their clear collection is that it's made with all natural organic ingredients for breakout prone skin and really focuses on balancing plant oils and extracts. What I thought was so cool when I found this line too is that they blend the best of ancient wisdom and modern science with research-backed ingredients and there was an overlap with what I had learned from an Ayurvedic doctor in their ingredients. And so I went and saw an Ayurvedic doctor a while ago and they suggested to put a couple different ingredients into my diet as well as in my skincare. And lo and behold, when I found True Botanicals, a lot of the ingredients that are in their clear collection were also recommended to me by an Ayurvedic doctor. And so I really, really like this line, but they also have tons of other lines. So whether you are looking for anti-aging or if you have sensitive skin, maybe you're battling pregnancy hormones, they have a natural formulation that will protect and nourish your skin. And they are made safe certified, which basically means that they don't have 5,000 of the of the known toxic ingredients. And unlike most non-toxic products, True Botanicals solutions actually work. So you're not clogging your pores. You're not doing more damage. They actually work. So I like the Clear Collection. There's a nourishing cleanser. There's a nutrient toner. There's pure radiance oil. Again, it is non-pore clogging, which is amazing. And they also have a repair serum, which I love serums. So anyways, if you guys haven't tried True Botanicals before or ever checked them out, they are a proud sponsor of this show. And by supporting them, you are supporting me and all of the guests that come on this show. So go to their website and check them out. You're going to love their branding. You're going to love their bottles. You've probably seen them before once you go onto their website. Anyways, you can get 15% off as a listener of this show. And all you have to do is go to truebotanicals.com forward slash alchemize to get the 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's truebotanicals.com forward slash alchemize for 15% off. So having worked with the records and the pinnacle, have there been any universal messages that have come through lately that you're open to share? Mm-hmm. They said one really, really practical this morning. Um, it was a full moon and my daughter doesn't sleep very well during full moon. So I was lying in her bed with her all night and she was awake wanting to play at like three in the morning. But this means that I spend most of the night in theta state. And when I'm in theta state, like in between sleep and awake, I receive so many messages. And I now know you don't need to be in the Akashic records to receive these messages. Like these energies are working with you at all times. And when you're in the Akashic records, yes, it's like everything else is cleared. It's like you clear the desk and you're like focused, but you can receive these messages at all times. So they shared with me in the middle of the night that when you, this is very, very practical. (laughs) When you are paying off your debt, this is investing in yourself. Mm. And so often we think, at least my husband and myself, like if we have like a balance on our credit card or something, it's, we've gotten way better at this, but in the past, it'd be very easy to ignore it and to just spend money and do other things and be like, Oh, I'm going to go and spend this. I have cash. I'm going to do this and spend cash. And rather than taking care of what is there that needs to be taken care of. And it's easy to think, okay, well then I'm losing my money because I'm putting it to something. I'm not getting anything for it but you're making an investment into yourself and your own self-growth because the way that you treat your money 
is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. And if you feel about your, if you have a lack mindset in any aspect about yourself, it's going to um, transpire in your money, in your relationships, and how you take care of yourself. Like if there's any doubt or um, if you're not feeling worthy or your self-love isn't there, it's going to be reflected into everything else. And so rather than looking at paying off debt as um, like a chore or something you don't want to do, change your mind on it and say that it is, in, it is um, in investing in yourself because as you move forward, every single investment you make in yourself is allowing yourself to live even more free. And so that was a message that just came through this morning. And I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> I love that. Um, but so much of what they're saying lately is just that, that like self-love is the root of everything, everything. Um, the other day I read for someone who's um, had some problems with finances and relationships and food and everything. And they said, it all comes back to self-love. Like this is reflecting in everything. You don't feel in control. You're giving your power away to everything. You've, you're giving your energy away to everything. So they said with food, for instance, they said, whenever you're eating and you're unhappy, you're using food to love you. Like you're looking at food to give you love. So you can write that on a little card and put that up somewhere and say, I use food for love. And then it's not to give yourself judgment or anything. You can, they said, never deprive yourself, like eat what you feel like you need to eat, but do so with intention and ask yourself when you're going to eat something, is this coming from a place of not feeling worthy in myself? Like what hole am I trying to fill? And even if it's just bringing up that awareness, that awareness is the first it's the entry point. It's the soul awareness, like being aware with what your soul is telling you. That is the first point of receiving more and more and more messages and feeling more alignment with yourself and building up your self-love and cultivating a type of power over your life where you now feel like you're in the driver's seat because you're loving yourself. Mm, absolutely. And I know that I asked universal messages, but I'm pretty sure that message this morning was for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Little mini reading. So what is, what is the difference between going into the Akashic Records versus like going to see an intuitive channel or something like that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, when, and this is only in my own personal experience, like in having worked with certain um, psychics or just going to certain um, certain different modalities and whatnot. The Akashic records are a history of your soul. So in a reading with me, for instance, we don't look at anybody else. We don't open the records of anybody else. We are looking at only you. And in a, in a psychic reading, it could come up of like, oh, your partner's going through this or your family's going through this or this happened to such and such. So this is coming in and like you receive energy from all kinds of people. But in an Akashic record reading, it is your soul's history, your soul, no one else. So we are looking at you and how you interpret everything around you and how you relate to everything around you. But we're not bringing anyone else's energy in. It is 100% specifically focused on you. And that is also very empowering um, because it's all on you. Like there are no excuses. There's no blame. There's nothing. It is all on you. And... It's also 
I find like you're learning so much about yourself instead of what everyone else is going through. And there's a time and place for psychic readings. There's a time and place for everything. All of these beautiful modalities are sharing the same thing. Like they're being channeled from the same place and they're speaking in different languages. Like if this is overwhelming to people, it's like there's the Akashic records and psychics and Oracle cards and human design and this and that. And like, where do I even start? Listen to what is interesting to you what is like giving you that message of like you did Ava how you went and got the book like what is giving you that message what is inspiring you you don't need to have everything I practice nothing else like nothing else I have crystals that I hold I clear energy I go into the records but other than that like I have a pretty grounded life and so you don't need to have everything you don't need to do a full moon ceremony every single time it happens like follow what feels good to you. Um, but yeah, that's the difference. Akashic record readings are your soul history. I like that. Thank you for sharing. So working with so many people, how do you protect your energy? How do you stay grounded through all of these different readings? And what does your like daily routine look like to keep you as an open channel? Um, I don't really have a routine. Um, you know, I eat really well. I drink a lot of water. I don't drink any alcohol at all. Nothing, not even a drop. Um, I don't use any stimulants at all. Like that. Was that um, before you started working with the records or because of the records? Um, the moment I got pregnant, I stopped drinking, of okay. course, yeah. but then I didn't drink at all afterwards. So I feel like it was preparing me to do this because I haven't drank now for over three years. Um, but, you know, like I'm a mom to a toddler, so I don't have like a total routine. I'm starting to do Kundalini in the morning, which has been really lovely. I'm only on day two, but it's really make creating a lot of shifts in my life of just doing 10, 15 minutes of Kundalini in the morning. Um, but again, it's day two, but I'm excited for where it's going to lead. Um, when I sit down with clients, I do clear the energy, either with Sage or Palo Santo. Um, I hold crystals while I channel. I do meditations to protect my energy. I wash my hands after readings clear the energy again. But like, other than that, I don't do anything else. I really am incredibly careful with who I spend my time with, mm-hmm. who receives my energy. I have very strong boundaries up for how my time is spent, which took practice. Um, I don't say yes to everything that comes my way, which took more practice as well. I have a lot of opportunities that come my way that I say no because if I don't feel in aligned with it immediately, I say no. And I don't come from a mindset anymore of thinking, if I don't say yes, nothing else is coming. Mm-hmm. I only say yes to what feels good. Um, I'm very protective on my time. That's probably one of the biggest ones. Have you seen a difference in saying yes to only those things in alignment as far as like the abundance of opportunities that come in from there, like the integrity behind it? Yes, I have seen within the second, how energy works, like saying no to something in an email, pressing send. And within the second that I press send, something big comes in. Mm. It's 
unbelievable. It's almost like a game at this point. Saying no to something that I almost feel guilty to say no to, but I'm like, because I feel like there's some kind of responsibility for me to do it or something, but I'm like, I'm saying no, I don't want to do it. So I'll say no. And the moment I press send, I'm rewarded. Mm, I think that that's so cool. And I think that it's something definitely to practice, of course, like everything, like we've said this whole time, these are all things to practice. But when we're able to build that integrity and do it over and over and over again and know and stand in our power, stand in our strength, stand in our values and our morals, that's how like we go, we follow that alignment and follow that flow. So I'm curious because I know that it's different for everybody. What does it feel like for you to be in alignment and flow on like a visceral level? Um, I just feel good. Like I love my life. I, I just, I feel good. I wake up every day feeling really grateful. Of course, there are some days where I feel really tired. I hardly slept last night. Um, but I just, I feel really good. I have in my life right now, everything I could want. Um, there's always room for more because we are infinite creators. And of course there's more, but I'm so grateful for everything I have in my life right now. Um, and whenever I question, I look back and see everything I've manifested even in a year mm-hmm. or even from the beginning of 2019, like getting my husband home, leaving his job, like saying goodbye to his salary to come home and work with my business and begin our second one is, it was huge. And so I just... I just feel really good. Like I know what it feels like to feel out of alignment. I feel it in my stomach. I feel it in my chest. My chest feels tight when I'm doing something I don't want to do. I feel unhappy. I feel, I feel it's throughout my entire body and our bodies communicate to us when we don't want to do something and we say yes to something, everyone feels it. Like if you say yes to something you don't want to do, pay attention to your body. It is going to tell you, you do not want to do it. And it will continue telling you, you do not want to do it. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel really good. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I totally know what you're talking about. Um, so my next question for you and really is my final question for you is how can people get involved with your work? How can we support you? What's coming up next for you where we can experience your energy maybe in person or via online? Thank you for asking that. I would love to meet every single person. I really would. I love people. I love talking to people. Um, my website is ashleywood.life and that's where you can find these programs that I've been referring to the return to yourself a program with the three individual workshops that are all self-led workshops. You can buy them individually or as a bundle and save some money if you want to. Um, my podcast is Manifest This and that's on every podcast playing place, iTunes, Google, all that. Um, I am at underscore Ashley Wood on Instagram. So please come say hello to me. And in terms of what's coming up, I will be in LA. I live in Canada, so I'll be in LA again in May, at the end of May. Um, There are some events in the works right now that are still being finalized, but one that I haven't even announced yet is that I'm going to be doing channeling um, at Rama in Venice on June the 1st. 
um, in the afternoon for probably two hours, I think. I'm not sure. Please follow me on Instagram and watch because this is all still being finalized too, but I'll be opening the records for a group and channeling messages and sharing information from the pinnacle. I absolutely love group channeling. Love it. I've been doing it a couple of circles online now, and I'm going to be doing that more and more and more, bringing people from all over the world together and sharing messages. And it's just absolutely incredible the information I'm able to pick up from just opening the records of a group of people. I can, like I can receive information for individual people. I can, it's, it's, it blows my own mind. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of those. Um, please join the Manifest This Soul Circle group on Facebook because that is a very rapidly growing group of people who are supporting each other on their spiritual journeys. It's incredible. Like there's a mentorship program in there. There's um, pen pals. People are doing free readings for each other to practice. It's just very, very supportive. And I announce everything I'm doing there as well. And there's just going to be a lot coming out. I received a download recently that I am to teach people how to read the Akashic Records in a new way, like a new modern way. And so I'm going to be doing that. I just haven't received everything yet on that. There's going to be a lot. So, and I'm um, opening new spots for readings for July and August on June the 1st, and they will most likely book up in a day. So please, please, please watch my platform for June 1st if you're wanting a reading with me um, for the summer months, and then I'll open up more spaces for the fall in, um, I don't know, mid to late summer. So just stay tuned and I'm so grateful for everyone who connects with me and sends me messages and allows me to do this work. I'm, I'm so, so beyond blessed and grateful to be able to do this. Mm, I, can, I can feel all the gratitude coming through the screen. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ashley. I'm so excited to see you in LA. I am definitely going to be one of those people booking sessions in July and August. Yay. Um, and everyone that's listening, please go follow her. She is such a light in this world. And um, I'm just really appreciative to have you on. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Alchemized Life with Ashley Wood. If you guys are super inspired by her, please make sure to go follow her. Her Instagram is at underscore Ashley Wood. You can head to her website. Her podcast is amazing. Really everything that she's doing is amazing. And I really just want to be able to support her in all of the ways that we can. As always, head to the show notes. You're going to find all of the details to follow her and her website, everything. And you will also find all of the links to our wonderful sponsors, BetterHelp, StoryWorth, and Cove. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you next week.